<clears throat> we are live and on the air. It's a blessing to be able to do this. <clears throat> Double caffeine. We have a number of uh, good morning to everyone. I know that some people are still trying to get on right now, so. I'll wait for a couple more people. We will start fresh at 9.30, though, because of our program being uh, jam-packed, to say the least. I don't, I don't know if Facebook is having issues or not, but we're on, so... It seems more and more people are getting on Facebook live, especially at night. And I suspect that it causes a few uh, problems with transmission. But if you have an opportunity to get fiber optic phone lines, if you do a lot of internet, it, you will not be disappointed. That's been the key to, I think, our being able to stay online without any issues, especially when it rains. I think when it rains, it causes more problems with the transmission uh, in phone lines, that type of thing. But fiber optic is the way to go if you can get fiber optic through your internet service provider. It's not a commercial. Good morning, Nate. Good morning, Roscoe. David Fry. Good morning, Smith family. I didn't see them get on, but the moderator here, Mrs. Gaines, is keep watching. Going. Just keep going. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. All right. Um, well, we're going to start on time. Like we said, it is 9.30 a.m. Thank you and good morning. Welcome to Sunday School today for Akron Alliance Fellowship Church. Some housekeeping issues to take care of. Uh, we will be... Um, heading down at 11 o'clock for the drive-in worship service in Akron. I can't say yet right now if we're broadcasting live there or not. I don't know, and the only reason why I don't know is because we have to kind of see where the how things set up as far as the weather is concerned. The weather sometimes does impact the transmission quality. Um, that's an issue that we have to kind of navigate when we get down there. So we'll try for it, and if you're hanging around about 11 o'clock, online just look for a live notification uh, if uh, we are going to transmit and you'll be able to see it I just can't promise right now that we'll be able to because we did have an interruption of the transmission last week uh, during the live stream service and that was a somewhat problematic I don't necessarily like that um, but we'll give it a shot if it if it the weather allows it 
We don't expect any rain. We do expect rain in the area where we're sitting right now. So we'll see how it goes. But rain will definitely kind of impact the effect of the transmission of the live stream service. Please also remember uh, your offerings for this week um, to get those to the church. If you're going to the drive-in service, uh, there's a drop box for the uh, tithes and offerings as well, too. And um, uh, I've got a note here to make sure that everyone uses the entrance side uh, when you're coming to church to use the side, the driveway where it says enter and don't use the exit side. Um, enter for the, for the drive-in service. Please make sure that you're coming through the entrance area, which is the side around the building where you would normally go in for church. So um, that is something that uh, has been requested by one of the elders, and I'm just passing it on right now for those individuals. If you're driving to church, please use the entrance. And that's for traffic flow. I, that's pretty obvious there. We want to make sure that there are no issues with traffic uh, behind the building. Um, Please remember your offerings, and if you're not coming to the church, please mail your offering. Uh, we want to make sure that the weekly offerings are still being collected at the church. And I'm just going to pass on a, a somewhat personal note for the church. Please pray, pray for Pastor Gus, because Pastor Gus is going to be presenting the message uh, this afternoon. Just keep him in prayer. Um, he's under a little bit of discomfort. He's not going to say it. Um, I'm just going to make a, a quick appeal for you just to keep him in prayer. Um, so that he is able to stay upright and do what's necessary to be able to uh, present the message today. Um, thank you for doing all of that, and uh, as well as remembering all the other members of the church who are in need of prayer and support. We're all together, but we're all detached. Um, good morning, Pearl. Thanks for being here this morning, um, and uh, we appreciate your being here. We do have a musical selection that we're going to go ahead and do now uh, as we get started. Uh, I am, in the past, I've played the, the video uh, on the air. This one I'm not going to, only because the video quality is, um, it's a copy of a copy of a video, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just the reality is, is that we need to um, uh, not uh, distort the, the transmission and I will point out, too, is that uh, YouTube is very uh, funny about making sure to give credit where credit is due to the author artists. So we will make sure to do that with this particular uh, video after we're off the on Facebook, YouTube, all of them are. They, they, pay, they pay very close attention to, uh, you know, Facebook, you're right, because they're the ones that are doing it. Musical transmission. Right. So we will um, make sure that the credit is given uh, where, where it is due, uh, because I usually have to fight with them once I... Uh, re-put re uh, put up the, the broadcast once again. Tremaine Hawkins and Changed. So I'm going to play the, uh, play the uh, music, and I would just ask that you just listen. And, uh, and it's a beautiful song. Tremaine Hawkins, and the, word, and the title of the song is Changed.
Amen. Okay, that's a beautiful song, Tremaine Hawkins and Changed. And um, we, of course, will make sure, because of copyright issues, make sure that she gets the credit also online when we put this up for rebroadcast. Um, I don't go ahead. I don't go ahead of time and, and ask uh, for songs. Um, the phrase team provides that information and provides a song for us to play in the morning. But I got to tell you. Um, and Gus is online. Gus, good morning. Thanks for being here this morning. But I can't tell you how timely that song is. That's a great song for the lesson today in the book of Colossians. Um, the uh, tie-in is just fantastic. And that's just the power of the Holy Spirit working. And that's exactly what we're going to attribute it to because uh, that's what it's all about. Um, and uh, we just thank you for people who are going to still be joining online with us. We're going to proceed and get on with the lesson, and I do encourage, um, as I had mentioned before, if you are interested in uh, asking a question or something um, online, we will try to make sure that that question is relayed and, and answer it. If we can't answer it here, um, we'll answer it offline. Uh, just stay tuned to AkronAlliance.org uh, for links to all videos that are presented as well. And or just uh, go to our Akron Alliance Fellowship Church Facebook page. There's also a Facebook group page. It's a little bit different. It's not the same uh, thing. It doesn't have all the, the live content. So make sure you just go directly to the Akron Alliance Facebook page and look for information there. So let's get started with a word of prayer, and we will move on. Father, we just thank you for this time that you've given us to get together and just let the Spirit speak to us now when it comes to your word. We thank you for your very presence. We thank you for the information provided. We thank you for how you will teach us, motivate us, inspire us with your word, and especially encourage us right now at a time when all of us need some sort of encouragement coming directly from you. We thank you, Lord, for how you are with us no matter what we're involved in or what we're doing. And Lord, we just love you. And we give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. We're in Colossians. For those of you who have your Bibles and electronic devices, please go to Colossians chapter 3. We're going to look at all of chapter 3. It's verses 1 through 17 uh, in Colossians. And it is a great passage to look at because the letter to the Colossians was a reminder on about how Christians should behave and what they should be doing. And the... Uh, Rules are put forth as to how to live a holy life. That's what this chapter represents. And there are a number of passages that support all of this that you'll see in other parts of the New Testament and other parts of Scripture. But what I will do is I will present the material and just read through it and then come back and we'll cover it all together. So it's Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. And uh, that is the text for today for Sunday school. So let's get started, shall we? Starting with verse 1 
uh, reading through. Uh, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory." So put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Verse 12. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Verse 16, let the message about Christ in in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. That's a beautiful passage to read, and it's a beautiful passage because of all the application that it is just loaded with, it's rich with application here. And, you know, whether the times are good or bad, this is always good advice that Paul is giving us through the letter to the Colossians. Let's go back to the top of the passage uh, near verse 1, and we're going to just mention about looking at what your priorities are as you try to live a life for Christ. First thing that is mentioned here in this section is about setting your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand Verse 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Now, this is a reminder that we need to make sure that we are living for Christ by looking above and not looking at what's going on all around you. What's going on all around you is going to keep you distracted, frankly, from doing the very things that we need to do to try to fulfill um, a life for Jesus Christ. 
You're putting on a new self. The earthly nature is dead. The things of the world don't matter nearly as much as the things of heaven. The things are matters of heaven, the matters of Jesus Christ, living a life for Christ. We can look all around us and we see what? Death and dismay. We see death, dismay. We see discouragement. We see people grumbling and fighting. There's cat fighting. There's all kinds of things that are happening right now in life. Um, if you watch the news long enough or too much, you can get depressed. If you're not careful, uh, I highly recommend that you take your news in doses. You don't need to get into a 24-hour news cycle um, where it just keeps repeating over and over again the things that are not going to be helpful or positive for you to be able to live a life for Christ. What I've found is that there are a lot of people out there who are angry, there are a lot of people who are frustrated. There are people who are um, dismayed to the point of death themselves. Point has been raised that many people, because they lost their jobs, there are a number of suicides out there. There is a lot of dismay and there's a lot of discouragement. And I'm not saying that you need to shelter yourself off from the world. That's not realistic because that's not what we're supposed to do. You should be aware of what's going on. But I'm just letting you know and telling you that it's a, there's a time for everything, and there's a time for us to f be focusing on what Jesus Christ has to say. Um, my wife and I, we spend a lot of time, honestly, uh, once we get our news information and we get notifications all the time, um, we watch game shows. Uh, game shows, um, of course, they were game shows from a different time, a different era. Some of them are, are very modern and some of them are older, but they are a welcome distraction um, where we're not talking about the news of the day. We're talking about ways to keep your minds free and open to good things, good things happening. Um, and God is doing great things. God is doing amazing things. Um, if you're focusing on him, if you're praying to him, you're going to see his movement. But in order for us to see his movement in our lives, we have to make sure that we are living morally and ethically in a correct manner. Because in order for us to do that, that's how he lives in us through the Holy Spirit. That's what the Spirit needs to do in order for us to be shaped and molded as the people that he would have us to be. To live in such a way where we are indeed um, molded and shaped in the way that Christ would have us to be. So let's look at this thing about thinking about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Look at this more closely. We're looking at, frankly, putting into daily practice a life of heaven in our lives, living in a Christ-like manner on a daily basis, every day, waking up every morning and prioritizing where you do your reading, where you do your meditation. Um, we'll always recommend until my the day I leave here, the two-year Bible plan, because at least it gets you reading something for seven to ten minutes a day. And then after that, meditating on his word, meditating on what he's saying for another five minutes, uh, five to ten, if you want to take that time. But by setting the day in the right manner where you're doing the reading and studying, it really does help. It really does help you to manage what's going on and gets you to look at making sure you're putting the priorities of Christ into daily practice. Looking at the eternal, 
rather than the temporal. We are just bombarded with news about what's temporary, what is, um, what is happening right now, but it's not going to last. And thankfully, a lot of things don't last. There are a lot of things that come in our lives, and we go through them for a season uh, or a season or two, and then they disappear. But don't focus on those things. Focus on the things that Christ would have you to be doing. There's a lot of work to be done. There's still a lot of ministry that's out there. There's a lot of interaction. You need to minister to yourself as well. And ministering to yourself means what? Treating yourself right. Making sure that you're focusing on those things necessary to do. See life from God's perspective. See life according to what he desires. Let's look at a passage to emphasize that because he is providing for us. Philippians 4.9 is a great passage to look at. And this is how... We are to live according to how Christ would have us to live and how he is to help shape us and mold us in our hearts, in our minds, in our attitudes, in the things that we do each week. Philippians 4.9. If you want to see peace in your life, live as Christ would have you to live. It says in Philippians 4.9, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and that's and this is... Uh, what Paul is saying uh, to the Philippians, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. In other words, do as those are do, those individuals who are doing, who are living for Jesus Christ. If you want to emulate anybody, emulate someone who's living for Christ. Emulate a person who is actually living in such a way for Jesus Christ. And those are outward appearances, absolutely. But listen, outward appearances is a good start. We also know that the, the Holy Spirit is going to be teaching us the entire time to make sure that when people don't see us, we are living as for, as for Christ as well, too. And you're going to experience peace in doing so. You know, there comes a time where you'll have in your life those moments where I know I've said before in Sunday school class, where after all is said and done, it is well with my soul. There can be all kinds of things going on in your life where you come to that conclusion, but you cannot help with Christ's presence, experience true peace. He is the one who gives us peace. Another passage to look at here is Colossians 3.15. Colossians 3.15. And this is further on down in the passage, but it's just a good reminder about what we should be doing. Um, and these passages are very timely in our lives right now. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. And maybe the only, the most important summary there is being thankful. Being thankful for what you do have. We have a great deal. We have a lot going on right now for sure, but we have a lot. We have, even in a situation as we're living in today, we have a lot more than a lot of people in many, many areas throughout even this area and throughout the world. We are blessed. We may not have the best health all the times. We, we have these bodies that are breaking down on us and, and playing tricks with us. And you, know, you thought you could do certain things at one point and, and you realize, oops, I can't do that anymore. Um, I used to play basketball uh, a little bit, uh, pick up basketball or basketball and intramurals and uh, the way I used to run and the way I used to jump and the way I would grab a basketball and do rebounds. Rebounding was more my thing than shooting, but I could shoot a little bit. But but the bottom line is that now, if I try to do something like that, 
I might be in traction. So we won't do those things. We will make sure that we do those things that we can do. But we are thankful for what we can do because Jesus Christ is in our lives. He, he saw who we were, totally flawed, totally broken, and he loved us before we even loved him. And that's a good reason to be thankful. That's a reason to be thankful right now. Hey, let's drop down in the passage. Um, of course, in verse 5, it starts with about doing, put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you and having nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, and, and it goes down from there. You'll make God angry if you do those things, and that's true. If you know better, you don't live in such a way where you're doing those things that don't honor God. They dishonor God. And we want to make sure that you don't want God angry with you. Amen? Um, that's something that I wouldn't want. I don't want God angry with me. And I know that God probably does get angry with me. Because if I'm not living the way I should be, he's probably looking at me like, what are you doing? Uh, what is wrong with you? Uh, there are certain things that you know and understand right now because you have the knowledge of Christ. So don't do those things that, um, you know, where you're causing dissension in life backbiting get rid of anger rage malicious behavior slander and dirty language don't lie to each other don't lie some of us have become great experts at lying that is not a good thing if you're lying a lot then you are certainly not following christ i think that's a very safe statement so we need to make sure that if christ is living in us we need to live as though we are free in christ and not as slaves to sin and what Paul was doing here in this passage, especially in verses 8 through 10, he was telling the believers in, in the Colossians, the Colossian church, to remain true to their confession of faith. If you say you love Jesus Christ, then act like you love Jesus Christ. Live in such a way for Jesus Christ. One of the worst things that we can do as believers, and boy, won't non-believers point it out, is live as hypocrites. You don't demonstrate your life saying you love the Lord and then act like you're crazy or insane um, before others uh, because you disagree with them or you don't agree with maybe their politics or whatever it is. It may be something where you just need to just chill and keep quiet. Live in such a way where you honor Christ. And the one thing that we're talking about here is doing what? Putting off the old life. Putting on the new way of giving. Putting off the old way of life. If you're letting the life of Christ rule in your life, you're going to be guided by the power of the Holy Spirit. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We need to live that way. And we need to know, you know what? We need to come back to where we should be in Christ. Block out the world sometimes. Come back to where we should be in Christ and make sure that we are doing this. Letting the Spirit lead in what we're doing. That is so important. And understand something. This is a lifelong process. A lifelong process. It's going to take the rest of your life to do this. It's going to take the rest of your life to live in such a way that honors Christ. And that's okay. The fact that the Spirit is dwelling within us and we're able to do these things and be empowered by Christ, boy, that's exactly what we need to be able to do this. So we already have the victory, but sometimes we just need to act like we have the victory. Never stop learning and obeying. 
You've heard the saying before, practice makes perfect. Practice in this way of life makes perfect. And there should be an ongoing review of your life. Ongoing review. Evaluating how you're living. Look back on the day that you've had. Did you have a day that was more on the side of Christ or more on the side of the world? And that's something you can evaluate very easily if you're letting the Spirit speak to you and teach you. And, of course, be patient with yourself. Be patient. You're going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all say and do things we shouldn't do. And sometimes, even in the way we respond to when someone else makes a mistake, we need to also measure that as well, too. If someone does something that may be hurtful, we need to measure even how we respond to that person. So mistakes are going to be made. That's what life is all about. But it's not an excuse to sin. It's an excuse to come back to Jesus Christ and say, forgive me. I repent of my sin. I value that relationship with you. Help me through these things as we go. Very, very important for us to see that. He wants us to know what his will is for your life. If you're living in such a way where you are staying away from sin and living for Christ... He's going to show you what his will is. He won't hide it from you. He won't keep it from you. He will let you know what his will is for your life. He will do those very things. But you need to make sure that you take those passages, verses 5 through 11 in in chapter 3 of Colossians, very seriously. Wickedness, um, hurting people, those things are not Christ-like. So don't say that you're following Christ if you're not living for Christ. Amen? Very important. So going down now to verse 12 in this passage, and I'll read it again. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And look at what verse 13 says. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. That's exactly what we were just talking about. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Wow and wow and wow and amen. We need to make sure that we are not coming across in such a way where we're doing a worldly response to worldly behavior. A worldly response to worldly behavior, well, if somebody cusses at you, then the worldly response is what? You cuss back at them. Well, we're not to do that, are we? Um, I hope those cuss words aren't right at the tip of your tongue all the time. Uh, I would hope that you're letting the love of Christ in your life to help you to put those things to the back, back end and not have those things just get blurted out. Because honestly, those are things that are not helpful for you. They're not helpful for you as far as living a life for Jesus Christ. Um, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Um, there's a passage that applies that verse 13 beautifully let's go real quick to ephesians chapter 4 but ephesians chapter 4 and the same information was being written to the ephesians as it's being written here to the colossians in this passage because and let's just face it this could be written for any of us at any church anywhere in akron Anywhere in the United States, anywhere throughout the world, we as human beings are fleshly. We need all the help we can get. 
Amen and amen. And, and, and the bottom line is that we need to understand that there are two very key words in this passage that we need to always think about. In fact, this is a great memory verse. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Now, the important part of that verse, of course, is the last part about Christ forgave you. Christ died on the cross for you. Christ did all the things that he did uh, by going through life, experiencing it, showing us the way to live as a human being on earth, giving us these examples. And then after all was said and done, he died on the cross for you. For those reasons, we need to be thankful and giving him praise. But the most important part of this passage I want you to emphasize here, in my opinion, of course, it's all important, but the first two words, be kind. Be kind. I've seen be kind written in a lot of places recently, all over Instagram, mostly on Instagram, Um, but I've seen it. Be kind. Why? Because we're living in a time right now where kindness is really hard to find. There are not a lot of things that are kind that are going on. I do like how a lot of the people on on some of the programs on TV, they do run commercials about, you know, we're all sheltering at home. We're all doing this. We're all practicing social distancing. We're wearing our masks. We're doing whatever. But one thing that we need to make sure that we're doing is being kind to other people. A lot of people are very disoriented right now, and they've been disoriented now for, what, two months, you know, a good two months solid. They Disoriented, just not really sure what's going on. Are we going through the beginning of the end? Are we going through times that are never going to be the same as they used to be in the past? And I, We don't know, but just be kind to people. This is an opportunity for you to take that passage, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. As God in Christ forgave you, people are going to do stuff to you that you won't like. Okay, so you forgive them. You let it go. You don't press the issue. You don't make it into a federal case. Be kind. Forgive them. That's exactly what Christ did on the cross. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. And you know what? A lot of people do stuff to you. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're lashing out. They don't know why they're saying what they're saying. Be kind. Paul is teaching the the church, the Colossian church, the same thing about forgiving other people that offend you. Forgiving other people that offend you. That's the verse 13 part. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. We don't cut a lot of people slack. We need to understand that we need to cut people some slack. You know, if they slander you because you follow Christ, keep in mind they're slandering Christ, not you. And even then, Christ is going to do what? Forgive them. He's going to forgive them. He's going to forgive them the way you should forgive them as well, too. He's going to forgive them because he is not going to hold a grudge. He already knows the hearts of those individuals. And you know what? If the Holy Spirit, if you're in tune to the Spirit, the Spirit gives you discernment. The Spirit will give you discernment on how to deal with certain people in your life who don't know how to talk to you, don't know how to talk to anybody. 
don't know how to have a, a, a civil conversation with you, I praise the Lord. I don't have a lot of people like that in my life. Um, I know of people like that through my work. I know people like that, and I have experienced people like that through the various employment that I've had. And one of my jobs is to collect money. So you may or may not run into people who will cuss at you on the phone. They may not do that, but you know that they're coming from a totally different place. You separate all of that and you be professional. Talk to them in such a way where you are being respectful of them. And, you know, if it requires it, forgive them. Forgive them publicly if it's necessary to help them along or forgive them privately. You don't hold a grudge. You don't take it with you. You certainly don't take it to bed with you. It's nothing to do that. And I, I say this with all due respect for others. Um, husbands and wives sometimes are going to get into a friction for different reasons, and it, it may not be anything but some of the dumbest things that may ever take place. And you wonder why people fight, and you don't really understand why they're fighting. It may be over the dumbest thing, the silliest thing, and yet there's the fight. And remember, Satan is a divider. Satan is the one who wants you fighting for the dumbest reasons in the world. Forgive the other person. Take a step back. Look at what you're doing. Show others the grace that God shows you. Show other people Show your spouse, show your neighbor, show your friend the grace that God shows you. The one thing that needs to be taking place is that you're showing people grace. Forgive others. And go down to verse 15 back to Colossians chapter 3. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Peace living and ruling in your heart. Peace should be a regular part of your daily routine and always be thankful be thankful so there's a way to do this there's a strategy that we need to impart to live for god day by day first of all imitate in verses 12 and 13 christ's compassionate forgiving attitude then let your love let love guide your life which is in verse 14 you clothe your life in love you know put on just like putting on a coat your whole life should be love and people should see, even if you're wearing a mask, see the love of Christ right here in your eyes. should be able to see the love of Christ in your communication with them. Because sometimes when you go out in public, you're going to be wearing a mask, right? You're going to be wearing a covering that's covering everything down here. So they can't see you smiling, but they can see your eyes. Let the love of Christ show through in what you're doing. And you know how you, you smile, your eyes smile sometimes too? People can see that. Make sure that the love of Christ is coming through. Um, that's how you should be living your life. Um, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. In verse 15, 15 there, always be thankful. Always be thankful. Be thankful with the life that you're leading. And now we're going to get down into verses 16 and 17. And this is an area of, frankly, of praise as well, too. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom that he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. 
Are you living with thankful hearts? Are you living in such a way that what God is giving us is so good, it's worth hanging on to? It's worth living in such a way where we are not only learning what he's teaching us, we are imparting his wisdom to other people in the way we live. And explaining to people, in spite of all the craziness going on, we can live and love for Jesus Christ just like we did before this thing hit. We all gathered together in church and we hugged each other and did all those things that we would normally do. Well, there's not as much hugging going on right now, but we still can love each other in prayer and lifting them up in support in petitions for making sure that Christ is still at the forefront of everyone's mindset and life. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him to God the Father. If you're not forgiving people, you're not living for Christ. If you're not cutting anyone slack, as it mentioned earlier in this passage, you're not living for Christ. You've got to cut some slack. You've got to cut people some slack. You have to show some mercy and grace. People should see the love of Christ in your eyes come from you and also grace. Grace and mercy. Grace and mercy is something that is very, very uncommon today. The way you find grace and mercy is by going to places like uh, In Touch Ministries or GotQuestions.org um, or even Robbie Zacharias's posts. You know, Robbie is dying. He's going home and he is, he has cancer and, and frankly, he knows he's going to die. And all he's doing is just encouraging other people that this is a temporary place. He's not going to be gone forever, as what he said in one of his posts. He is going to be living forever and he will be with us those who are following Jesus Christ. He will be reunited with us. We will be with him when we leave here. So those are the places we need to be going to find encouragement. And remember that if we're living for Christ, the things of this world truly do get strangely dim. I love that song where that mentions it. It just, those things in the background, those things just fade to the background. Those things that we talk about every day, like a virus or like the flu or whatever is going on, those things just fade to the background, as they should, because Christ should be at the forefront of all that we're doing. If we're not forgiving people, we're not living for Christ. We're not letting the Spirit lead. We need to cut people some slack, and we need to be kind. And I want to make sure that we're emphasizing uh, going back to verse 16 again about letting Christ in all his richness fill your lives. Um, go to Ephesians 5.19. we got one more passage to look at before we break and move on. Notice how the emphasis is given about in this passage in Colossians about singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Guess what? He says the same thing to the Ephesians. Ephesians 5.19 Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. And of course, in verse 20, it says, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Whatever you're doing, 
you're doing in praise, you're doing in worship, you're doing in singing, because your heart feels it. Your heart shows you, as you develop your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, your heart is going to reflect your love for him, that you want to live for him, and you don't want to disappoint him. And other people can see that, and you're going to want to sing. Uh, I shared a little while back when I was going to, going to get my teeth worked on, um, all this dental surgery, and the first, only thing I could do, because I was very fearful, I could sing songs in my head. I could sing songs. I just kept, songs just kept coming to mind, and I guess that was just an expression of my spirit coming forth, where it's like, well, I'm just going to sing my way through this thing. I'm going to give praise to him and give him the glory that he's going to deliver me, and he did. I mean, I, I didn't know what I was worried about. I just knew that, you know, I've never had anybody, I haven't really had surgery per se in my entire life other than getting my collarbone worked on when it got popped, but that was it. But um, that, that wasn't very comfortable, was it? Um, I, I, I could see my wife in, on the side and she's like, good grief. Um, but the point is, is that I was singing songs. I was giving praise to the Lord. Um, and, and it's worth it for you to just let that come out sometimes. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual song. Address one another with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. And that's nice to be able to get together and sing. We can't get together and sing like we uh, had been. We, we'll be able to do it again sometime. But you can certainly sing for yourself. You can sing to your spouse. You can sing to people in your, in your heart and life that you know. You're always praying. I always am reminded about my mom where... It's really interesting in doing research about Alzheimer's and dementia, but there is always going to be deterioration of the brain. But the one area that I learned in, in just doing the research when we're talking about how the brain operates and how it works, the music in your head is not destroyed by memory loss. It seems to be the last thing that goes before everything finally ends. And that's why I was learning that my mom was singing and humming. It's music. It's all that's really left in her life. And what a blessing that is that you've got music that will soothe you even in the worst of illnesses, the most heinous of illnesses that you can think of when it comes to your mind. At least you have music where you can sing, whether to yourself or to others. Um, I had to think about that for a moment. It's like, what a wonderful thing that is, that you at least have that to hang on to. Now, we've got the ability to do that all the time. We've got the ability to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to other people. And you do it for the love of Jesus Christ. So remember that. Remember these things about holy living. What have we been giving emphasis to? Making sure that you're living in such a way where you are exemplifying the life of Christ. You're staying away from sin. You're putting Satan behind you. You're not allowing yourself to be... Uh, swept away by temptation. Uh, you're allowing Christ to lead in your life. You're making sure that you're getting rid of anger and rage. You're not lying to people. You're living in such a way that you're free in Christ and not a slave to sin. You know, there's something about broadcasting on, on, on TV. You guys can't see this, but uh, one of our cats, whenever there's noise that's taking place, it has to get involved. She likes, uh, likes to she likes the talking so uh she's literally was was almost diving on my wife um and 
trying to tackle her out of her chair, but uh, everything worked out fine, so that's the bottom line. Um, so <laughs> for what it's worth, um, yeah, this is this is her. So now you can see who the the culprit is that is doing those things. I'm trying to avoid trying to avoid getting scratched because I know that could happen too. So that's Charlie. Uh, Charlie has to get involved with the broadcast, so Charlie just got on the air uh, for everybody. Uh, <laughs> so with that in mind, I uh, just want to make sure we get back on the focus of what to remember about this lesson. The rules for holy living. Live in such a way that you're honoring Christ. Stay away from sin. Forgive others. Cut them a break. Be kind to other people. Make an allowance for people who are confused, don't know what's going on. Um, make sure that you're forgiving them as Christ forgave you. That's the thing. We, you're going to forgive people if you remember what Christ did for you. You're going to remember and just be kind to people just because of that. Start with being kind and always be thankful. Amen? Always be thankful. Um, we're going to pray to close out and get ready so that we can get ready to head down to Akron. Um, but I want to pray to close out and also close out with a couple more announcements for those who came online late. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for how you teach us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we thank you for these words of encouragement from Paul. In speaking to the Colossian church, he just spoke to all of us as well as to how we live our lives. We won't let the world sweep us away. In fact, we will allow Christ, through the power of the Spirit, to guide us and lead us in all teaching, all wisdom, and all understanding. And Lord, with all of that teaching and wisdom and understanding, it is a lifelong process. We know that we are imperfect because of our flesh, but we are perfect in you. And we thank you for that. Help us to remember those things that would glorify you. Help us to remember to put aside those things that, frankly, won't glorify you. We thank you for how you have already got the victory over Satan. Help us to live as people free, as free people in Christ. Be kind. Help us to remember to be kind to other people. Be kind to those individuals who are just confused, who don't know you, who don't understand what's going on. Lord, you have taught us enough to know how to speak to other people. And we pray for that ongoing guidance as we learn to speak to other people about the goodness of you in our lives and how others can experience that goodness and, in fact, greatness. We thank you for those teachings. We thank you for those reminders. We thank you for the lessons for the heart. Help us to sing praises to your name. Lord, forgive us if we curse your name by what we do. We are certainly capable of it. But we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness for us as well, too. Thank you, Lord. Bless us and keep us. Bless us and keep us as a people. Bless us and keep us as a church. And we just give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. What a great lesson today. What a great lesson. Colossians 3, verses 1 through 17. Go back and look at that later on. We'll have this available for re, uh, rebroadcast as well, too. And uh, we just thank you and for being here this morning. We, um, 
want to make sure that we make a couple of announcements one more time. Remember your offerings, uh, whether you are here in Akron, in the Akron area, or whether you're away from Akron, if you want to contribute to the church, please mail your checks. Mail your checks to the Akron Alliance. Um, and yeah, we're thank you for Travel Mercies, you bet, uh, for heading to church. Just watching that weather out there. It's looking okay right now, just really overcast. We'll see how it goes. But please remember um, the offerings. If you want to mail it, Akron Alliance Fellowship, 688 Diagonal Road, Akron, Ohio, 44320. That's where the check should go if you're mailing it. If you're coming to church, um, please make sure that you enter uh, on the entrance side of the building, which is the far left driveway, if uh, no matter which direction you're coming from, um, and go in the enter side, not in the exit side, for traffic flow purposes, because we've got a few cars that are going to be coming, and we want to make sure that everyone is able to get in and have the proper traffic flow. And it's almost like you're parking uh, like a drive-in, you know what I mean? You, you go into a drive-in, and you're you're going in the different lanes, and, and, and there will be social distancing. You can get out of your car if you want to. Um, uh, but but just keep in mind that you can stay in your car as well, too. Um, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. That's up to you. Um, but we welcome anyone and everyone who wants to come and join us. And we'll just see how it is as far as broadcasting. I don't know yet if we'll be able to broadcast the service uh, live. We'll see how it goes. Um, just look online at about 11 o'clock if you want to uh see if we're going to be broadcasting online just look for the live notification and you'll see it um so thank you so much we're going to break from here because we want to head down to church um we just thank you again for being here this morning i'm pretty sure we'll be doing it again next week um and probably the week after so uh even though next weekend is memorial day weekend we still look forward to seeing you because we don't take a break from jesus christ just because it's a holiday and this is one of the times where we're not going anywhere anyway so uh <laughs> we're going to be around the house anyway but we welcome you being back with us again next week and we welcome you just uh staying online with us uh on the akron alliance fellowship facebook page and also uh going to akronalliance.org for additional links as well too even for the past lessons teachings and all that um we've got great audio that's out there as well too put a lot of video up there now but now there's a lot of audio so we'll see how it goes Thanks for being with us again. God bless you. Uh, you take care of yourselves and uh, be safe out there and uh, remain prayerful, of course, as well, too. And we'll see you next time.